Welcome back to this episode of In Omnia Paratus. I'm Angela, one of your regular co-hosts, and today with me, I have a special guest, my big, the lovely Megan. Hello. So today, as we're coming to the end of our season, honestly, we're kind of running out of topics because we're going to be at, I think, 55 total. We've talked about a lot of things this year. Jay is again on vocal rest because she has honestly done the majority of the speaking. So today, Megan and I are falling back on an old standby, a tried but true, the essence and quintessential fundamental foundation of girl talk relationships yes and so this is just kind of perfect for us because we are both in new relationships right now so there's a lot that we haven't necessarily talked about together because you're in chicago i'm here in the bay area and neither one of us have met the other's person yet no we haven't but soon very soon so i guess um to put it out there to protect the innocent those who have not signed up to join us today we will be referring to megan's boyfriend as ben and my boyfriend will be referred to as omp to go with avo only fitting exactly starting at the beginning megan how did you and ben meet yeah so we actually met in college we worked at the gym together and just kept in touch when i moved to chicago Whenever I came back home for holidays, things like that, Ben and I would always make it a point to go to Disneyland and try and hang out. So I saw him at least once or twice a year for um, you know quite a while, and he was actually one of my first visit- visitors in Chicago. And it wasn't until recent uh, when he came to visit, it was his second trip here, that things kind of started uh, to get a little more romantic. We've always been innocently flirty, but uh, it kind of just clicked and, and made sense now. I mean, I think you call it innocently flirty, but I and I feel like many others in your life have been telling you for several years, hey, maybe there's something between you and Ben that's worth exploring. I mean, I've had a good amount of friends and he's even met my mom before and they've all said, oh, Ben has a crush on you. And it was always like, no, he has a really flirty personality. I have a flirty personality. So I never really internalized that. I, I kind of just took it with a grain of salt, like, oh, you know, we're just friends and, you know, he, he just flirts with everyone. So it, it's no big deal. But then the big trigger was when he was visiting, we went out to brunch with my sister and her now husband and after her husband came to me and said and you're not dating Ben like what's going on and so that was kind of like the oh wow like this was his first encounter like his experience meeting him so that was kind of crazy I think when you told me this story originally I had you put your phone on speaker and then I shouted out to your sister and her then fiance and I was like oh my goodness I've been saying the same thing because when we were in Denver earlier this year and you guys were coordinating this trip together and you were just like reading me the text like chain back and forth I was like "Mm, there's there's definitely a little something here something's happening that people just don't want to admit to but that was so out of the blue I honestly hadn't really talked to him much prior to him saying like I need to go back to Chicago soon so I was yeah it was just like a whoa okay yeah like would love to have you but it's not like we would really text a lot or you know keep up it was one of those like hey I'm in town let's get together Mm -hmm. um like I think the only times we'd really talk would be like after one of us had just finished like a relationship we would kind of just like check in to see how the other person was doing so I don't know if that was like a something that we both did just to like talk and vent or if it was kind of just like us going to each other but yeah so we we definitely have evolved I'm I'm gonna need a follow-up from Ben's perspective at some point about how he viewed this interlude because it was a while like you guys have known each other for six-ish years yeah yeah it's been a long time actually it was probably a few weeks ago we were on the phone together and we were talking about one of our like first interactions and we played tennis once or twice like, while, while we were in school and he said that he remembered a moment where we we had just finished and he was like grabbing the, one of the tennis balls from me or vice versa and our hands touched and kind of lingered and oh my god movie moment I, I was like the fact that you remember this is the cutest thing in the world so like my heart melted <laughs> oh 
I love that. Okay, so so is Ben a secret sap? Like, is this something he admitted begrudgingly, or is or do like fun things like this just kind of pop up? I would say fun things like this just pop up. Yeah, he's definitely a romantic, which I am obsessed with. Oh, I love that. Same. He he cracked a joke when he was here over the summer before we were dating about not being romantic and like all this stuff. I forget his wording, but basically like, oh, like, no, I would never do that. And then I said something like, well, guess you and I are never meant to be then. And then when we were in the elevator, he's like, no, I'm a I'm a huge sap or or like a, a big romantic. And he's like almost to a fault. And I was like, well, I like that, actually. So I was like, I'll retract my last statement. Oh, my God. But good thing I did because now we're here. I know. Sometimes you just, you have to be ready for those things. Like you can't always play it cool. That's very true. Yeah. (laughs) I guess a prime example of not playing it cool so OMP and I met over Bumble and we had we had a really great um, like text conversation for a night. Like honestly, it was like one of the best conversations I've ever had on an app where like I learned so much about a person, but it was also like just the right amount of like flirty and mysterious. But mm-hmm. because I'm also like super safety conscious, I wouldn't agree to meet him in person. I had to have a virtual date with him. So we used mm-hmm. Bumble's night in feature where you can like video chat through the app and then it'll give you like different team building games to kind of see how you're going to potentially interact together as partners. Okay. And while this was going on, I think we had it set up for a like Wednesday or Thursday night sometime in the middle of the week and I was completely burnt out from work. So I came home, I took a relaxing bath, I put on like some binaural beats to like to give myself like a sound bath retreat experience <laughs> and I totally zoned out and I was in the bathtub until 10 minutes before I was supposed supposed to see him so I like jump out towel off like my hair is a complete mess I don't have time to put on makeup or anything I just throw on my pajama top and I'm like whatever this is how we're meeting whatever happens happens I was like he's probably not even going to be that great anyway it's going to be super disappointing just like all these other guys that I've met on this app who either don't show up don't text me back just straight up ghost me or like stack my dates on top of them just really setting the state up for success I I know right I was just like I was like we had one good conversation thank you next but we (laughs) actually get on I like open up the video chat oh no he's very cute oh no he got kind of dressed up he's wearing like this like nice like brownish gray sweater thing the apartment's all like neat and tidy like boy apartments are not neat and tidy he put in some effort here And um, like while we're playing this game, I'm very conscious. Like my hair is soaking wet. It is dripping down my face. My shirt is slowly getting soaked. So like by, by, by the grace of like work gods, I get a call from my boss, right? Like 10 minutes into this. So I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like my boss is calling. Let me just go ahead and take this. And he's like, oh, for sure. Like come back on when you're ready. So I log out. Don't pick up the call from my boss. I run upstairs. I put on a different shirt, like to put on a little bit of makeup, like blow dry my hair really fast. I have the Dyson hair dryer. So I like pop in the diffuser and I'm like, okay, two minutes blow drying and we're set. And then I come back down and I'm like, hello. Yes, I, I did look like this when we started. It's like, no, no, the, the girl with the wet hair, like you, you, you imagined that. You've watched The Ring too many times. Wait, that's hysterical. <laughs> like you, you started the date with like hair stopping wet and you're like, I'm going to go take this call for my boss. He probably just totally thought you made this call up or he thought that you were going to like <laughs> like wow can't even make it past 10 minutes of a first date <laughs> right I like this is the total example of why you should not play it super cool because you can play it so cool you will wash yourself out of a date literally <laughs> but apparently not because it it turned out well for you it, oh okay there, honestly there was a lot of work that had to go into like that first virtual meeting because as as you know I have the worst wi-fi in the world so my wi-fi kept going in and out so then I had to switch to my phone um uh but he doesn't have an iPhone and I do so when we wanted to like end like the bumble night in we couldn't FaceTime so then we had to like go between like Skype Google Meets and some
um, and like Microsoft Teams or something to like find things that we both had accounts for that we could easily log into. So it was like another 30 minutes of work, like (laughs) just to actually really talk. And after that, I was so sure I wasn't going to hear from him again. So the next day I texted him and was just like, hey, like, thanks for hanging in there through all of this. Hope we get to talk again. And then he texted me back and was like, of course, I was just thinking of another date. And I was like, but were you really? (laughs) It was like, I proved to be very extra just like online. But yeah, luckily it did work out. That's so funny. But hey, memorable first first virtual date. Oh, for sure. Okay, so we've established how we've met. And now yes. we're actually, we're in it. We're doing the relationship thing. But you, Megan, you are in a long distance relationship. That I am. How's it going? Like, what what are the feelings there? Honestly, it's going really well. Um, I think it's kind of come at an interesting time because last year with the pandemic, it was kind of like, oh, you weren't really seeing anyone or, or you hung out with the people in your household because mm-hmm. you couldn't really do anything. And I wasn't really dating at all last year. So it's not like I had any good morning wake up messages or I had someone that I was consistently talking to besides mm-hmm. maybe like friends here and there. Um, so I feel like the distance for me personally is kind of like easing into like talking and seeing someone consistently. Um, so I don't think I've really been phased by it. And we're both very busy people. So um, like we have our own stuff going on but we always make time for each other which is really Mm -hmm. great so we'll be holding two different conversations at the same time one on through text and one on snapchat a lot of the times we'll talk for hours on end like at the end of our days um so it's been really great obviously in person is ideal and we will be soon but um yeah i'd say it's been really nice i actually was listening to a podcast about that earlier this week about how for long distance relationships now like they really recommend that you use as many different modes of communication as you can just to mm-hmm. like help the other person really try to experience life as if they were there with you so like they yeah. recommend using like instagram snapchat text messages facetime email like writing letters just like anything that you can that kind of like creates like new and different types of communication so mm-hmm. that it sort of mimics more of what your time would be like together like if you were in the same city yeah absolutely i, I would agree with that we'll send each other memes through instagram Uh, just the other day we had a date over FaceTime where we both uh, cooked together so that was a lot of fun Uh, he was definitely hesitant at first but um, at the end of it he he actually enjoyed it and liked the the meal that he created because he does not cook so it was kind of like a this is gonna go really well or this is gonna be awful and he's gonna go run to in and out and just (laughs) like (laughs) just be upset and just eat it in front of me and I can enjoy in and out in Chicago so Oh, that's right. But soon enough, because you will be moving back to California. That is very true. Yes, I have looked into how much longer I'll be here. And it's only like eight and a half, nine months. It's it's wild flying by. I know I'm definitely going to need to squeeze in another trip because I have a lot of Chicago restaurants that I still need to try. There's still a lot I need to try. So (laughs) yes, come join me. I know. I'm still so sad that, sorry, brief segue. I'm still so sad I wasn't able to make it work last year and like come for a month and just explore Chicago. Like that would have been prime time in the middle of the pandemic. Like not that anyone should really be going out in the pandemic, but over the summer, outdoor dining, that would have been great. You still can. (laughs) That's that's very true. Although I do believe I've learned my lesson between uh, me and Chicago winters. Yeah, it's um, upon us. Winter is coming but back to relationships what did you guys make for your dinner date spaghetti and meatballs oh my god that's so cute okay did you have on lady and the tramp in the background Ooh, no but that would have been that would have been a nice touch ambiance You got to have the ambiance. Sucks. I didn't even think <laughs> about it. We did try taking selfies and they all just turned out so interesting. Oh it was no. Like, <laughs> like one of us wasn't paying attention or it was just super blurry. It was actually really difficult because we tried to get like our dishes in it. Yeah. As well as us. So then we're like doing awkward like... <laughs> movements to try and get both to work oh do you think an ipad would have helped yes but i don't have one oh okay (laughs) so next time 
next time definitely I'll, I'll go out and get one just so we can take photos of our spaghetti <laughs> with ourselves <laughs> well i i do really think about that because some people come up with like the cutest little um like facetime selfies and like how does that happen yeah i don't think either of us would take the time to edit so mm-hmm. it is what it is but he said he liked them i mean they are cute but they're not like instagram you know like that kind of ooh, so so chic and, and Instagrammable. <laughs> oh my god, I I feel it. Like, do you remember? I think it was like mid pandemic when on Instagram it was a really big thing. Like, show the first photo you and your significant other took together. No, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> oh, I think. Oh my god, it was in like the early stages, like maybe between like April to July, when there were all sorts of like different photo trends and things like that. And I totally oh, thought yeah. of that the other day because OMP and I took our first photo, and we did something very similar. Like. We both took turns like with having our eyes closed or not smiling and we were trying to get something in the background that like wasn't working like he had to squat and like I was getting up on tippy toe I was like I I give up we're gonna get a selfie stick yeah there we go that would that would be smart that would come in handy well I have a question for you because I told you about our dinner date but what has been your favorite date with oh Pete what is his name Get this part out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Way to protect the innocent, Megan. <laughs> what is the acronym? I'm going to write it down. OMP. <laughs> okay. I'm going to scratch that rewind. Um, so you asked me about our cooking date. So. Uh, oh, I'm wait, gonna... wait. Hold on. Wait. Before you ask this question, I actually have something to follow up on your cooking date. Okay. Okay. Wait. Okay. So, so Ben doesn't like to cook. No. OMP doesn't either. Really? I'm like, what is it but with these men? Is it like he eats out a lot or is it more of like quick meals that he can throw on the stove or in the so microwave? It's, it's a bit more of like a quick meal thing, but this is probably the biggest divergence that we have together. He is like a, a very simple eater. He's like eating for sustenance he's not really into like taking the time to create extravagant meals and I'm over here trying to work my way through the joy of cooking so that's that's definitely been a challenge for us Hmm. well maybe you could do a cooking date and just do something super simple like I I wouldn't do anything more than 30 minutes I Mm -hmm. honestly don't really enjoy if it takes longer than that because I'm like I just want to eat already um so I think and then it's like something that you guys can do together as like an activity and then it's not so like burdensome or burdensome when he's like oh I have to you know cook this meal by myself so mm-hmm. no I I have floated that out there we went to the farmer's market um for something else that we will talk about in another episode <laughs> Uh, we went to the farmer's market and we actually got these really great empanadas and it was the first time he'd had them and he really liked them. I was like, we could make these. And he was like, yeah. oh, okay, I'll be down. So I was like, yes, I have secured a food. But I just, yeah, I don't know. That's just something for me. I don't really understand when people don't like cooking. Yeah, with Ben, he'll do a lot of those, the quick I don't know the brand, but like noodles that are already seasoned and just add water and like that's your meal. Or he'll do like things top like that. Not really the top ramen. Like it's more like they'll have a fettuccine alfredo or like a stroganoff or whatever else. Mm, and you okay. just kind of, so it's like a pre-made kind of, mm-hmm. um, like it just add water. Um, so it, it's some of those, but I was like, there's so many other things that you could make that wouldn't take, I mean, sure it takes longer, but it's healthier and more rewarding because you did it yourself. Exactly. And like you spaghetti. get to experiment. <laughs> yeah. That's like half Great. the fun in this too. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But uh, you asked about our cooking date, so I'm going to throw it on to you. Uh, what has been your favorite date with OMP? Oh, that's definitely a tough one. Um, I think if we're going to call it favorite overall right now, we went to the Exploratorium after dark mm-hmm. a couple months ago. Okay. And that was just really fun because 
no, it was really fun because it still kind of fell into like our first dates. Like maybe we'd only known each other like two months. So I was still getting to know a lot of the little different facets of his personality. So Mm -hmm. as you walk through and you go through the different exhibits, some of them are interactive. There are some live exhibitions. There are some that you like even work with like other people on or you can just watch them do. So just seeing like the little things that like sparked his interest and where they took his mind was really fun for me. Hmm. Okay. Very cool. And I recall us going there. And <laughs> yes, that's actually why I took you there because I had so much fun. I was like, I have to go back. <laughs> yes, I do remember um, the the eye dissection, and that was interesting. You got to feel it in the plastic bag. Oh, it was oh, so squishy. This is, this is what a cow eye feels like. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Right? You're like, there's some things that like, maybe I didn't need to know in this lifetime. But now I do. I don't know. I also thought upstairs, like the wave machine, it was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, The tidal clock. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it is, it's really fun. And I don't know, it was kind of fun with him too, because he, he treated it like more of a formal date. Like we went and we got dinner before and like we got a little bit more dressed up like we're usually both fairly casual people mm-hmm. like he pu- he pulled out like the dressier clothes so i was like Ooh. okay i need to dress up a little bit luckily i had some extra stuff with me there so i was able to make it but it was i don't know it was just it was fun cuz it was a little a little different from us like we'd been on a lot of smaller like low key dates we did a lot of like ice cream and lunches like when we were getting to know each other because um like he's a teacher so we met over the summer so he was working a lot of half days and mm. because of the way like my company was currently in their pandemic phase i had like either like work from home options or like if I was in the city, like there's were a lot of different things available to me. So it was mm-hmm. it was pretty fun. Very nice. So generally, because we're talking about our new relationships right now, I thought maybe we could also talk about some of the things in our relationships that we've experienced that are maybe a little new to us and different from our past experiences. So is there like anything that really sticks out to you? Yeah, I would say that with Ben, it's the most comfortable I've ever been in a relationship. And I think that really, um, you know, is all things to us knowing or have knowing, have knowing, I can't speak. Um, (laughs) It's it's from us having known each other for so long um, and starting off as friends. So I think that just over time naturally helped uh, Mm -hmm. us become really comfortable with one another. And so I feel like I don't have to, you know, doll up or, you know, act a certain way um, where I can just truly be myself, which is really nice. Um, But it is really funny. So Ben is in a band and I got to see him play for the first time over the summer and I remember him almost like warning me it's like oh just so you know like I I act a little different on stage and I was like what do you mean like you're about to meet my stage persona basically yeah he's like well like I'll kind of jump on like the amp and and like thrash myself (laughs) around And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, well, that's like rock and roll stuff, whatever. Like, don't hurt yourself, but like, oh my that's God. fine. And so, and so I, I actually went to two shows of his when I was in town for that trip. Um, but no, it was, it was a lot of fun to see, uh, like a very, I, I wouldn't say very different, but I would say definitely like that performance, you know, persona turned on and he was ready to go, but he, he really knows how to get a crowd going. So it, it was kind of <laughs> neat to see, but so it was cool to kind of see, like, I, I know him when he's you know more chill and then when he's like putting on a show. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so funny. Are, okay, are there any videos? I, I feel like I need to see this. Yeah, I I took a couple videos when I was there, but I think on YouTube there would be some of him going a little crazier or like people will pick him up and it's like, oh my God. <laughs> like I would, And I also noticed because it's more of like the underground scene, so it's kind of mm-hmm. cool. It's like, oh, hanging out with the cool kids. Um, <laughs> but they do this really silly thing with their hands. It's almost like, so they get like really close. Um, and so they'll do like the little mosh pits that go around and so like it looks 
fun and innocent enough. Um, but with their hands, they'll act like they're kind of playing the guitar, but like they do this kind of like close to him. And it's like, that is the strangest thing ever. The next show I go to, I need to just video that because it's hilarious. <laughs> I've never heard of this and I am so intrigued. Yeah, it's, I don't, I don't even know how to like describe it, but it's just. Okay, so for all of you who can't see us right now, Megan is like almost playing the piano slash giving warm fuzzies like through the camera to me (laughs) yeah so it's like oh trying to like strum your guitar it's one of it was just very odd but it it brought me joy to watch (laughs) oh my god okay did you have to be warned about groupies are there fans so i actually asked ben about groupies i was like oh so do you guys have groupies he's like oh no (laughs) It's like, I've never been with a groupie. And he did talk about, he's like, it's actually really hard to, this was like before we were dating. Mm -hmm. And he's like, it's actually really hard to date people that I meet through the band because a lot of the times they'll want to hang out with the band even when I'm not there. And like, that can be a little weird and like ruin the dynamic. So if something happens, they break up, like, but they still come to the show or they're friends with like the other band members. I was like, that sounds like a hot mess. Um, So. He never dated anyone who was like at least a groupie um, in that sense. But I was like, yeah, that would be real messy. My lord, that yeah, that just sounds seriously so awkward. And then overall, to anyone listening, like general PSA, like if your significant other isn't there and like you don't already have some sort of like pre-established relationship with his friend group or anything like that, maybe you shouldn't be there either. I mean, this also just might (laughs) be a hot take on my part too because I personally don't. believe that like your significant other's friends should automatically become your friends sure over time maybe through marriage you you have a couple kids together something like that I don't know like something that like really cements your relationship together hand fasting soul circles something I I don't know just what whatever you define as cementing your relationship then I think it's it's more acceptable for you to hang out with their friends if you are if they are not there but Mm -hmm. generally no hard pass yeah that would definitely be straight and thus it was like almost like a sibling relationship mm-hmm. where it was something like that close but otherwise you have no business just like hey what's going on when Ben's not here right I actually <laughs> um I was just listening to an- another podcast that I really like two hot takes and they did this whole segment Oh, okay. I might be confusing two episodes. I know I listened to one recently on prenuptial agreements and then one on um, like significant others who like got in hot water for like spending too much time either with their family or friend groups. With their family. That one's interesting. I don't know, big. Like I've heard, I have heard stories. Oh no. It gets weird. No, but I, ironically enough, it's really funny. I brought up the prenuptial one because I'd heard this one before. Um, Like I think on my second date with OMP and I was just like telling him all about it and how much I love like hot takes in general and how I'd found this new podcast recently and I was super obsessed with it and I was telling him all about it and then I realized oh maybe this is an amazing second date conversation talking about how much I totally champion prenuptial agreements and how this woman like in my opinion is like a total gold digger. That's so funny. Um, Honestly it was hilarious because this is something that I get really into but he was so confused by it. Essentially what happened was a man and woman were engaged to be married. He wanted her to sign a prenup. She said no, like how dare you plan on divorcing me. All of a sudden she came into like a sudden inheritance or something like that and then uh, suddenly she wanted him to sign a prenup and then he said okay I'll sign yours if you sign mine. That way both of our assets are protected and then you know anything Mm -hmm. that we accumulate after we're married that's our common ground and then she said absolutely not like you're just signing mine I'm not signing yours and then went to all of his family and friends and were like you need to get him on my side and then apparently like they all went to him and were like wow dude we can't believe like you're gonna mess up like such an amazing marriage by like not signing this prenup yeah so 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 I was explaining all of that to him and then he was like wait how can she even have that much influence on his friends like shouldn't they have separate friends why isn't she going to her friends I was like because that's the thing all of their friends became friends together and then it just becomes a great big problem yeah I mean if it's already like an initial group of friends like that makes 
friends. That's different. Like, yeah. But if you didn't know them prior to dating the significant other and then like you're better friends with them or just hang out with them outside, that that gets odd. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I've actually thought of something that might be new for you. I don't know if it is though. So you'll have to tell me. Okay. So you and Ben have an age difference. We do. <laughs> Have you ever had this type of age difference before? I will be as discreet as you would like me to be. Um, no, it's fine. I mean, we're only two years apart. Um, mm-hmm. so it's not the end of the world. Um, like I I haven't really dated too too many people that were younger than me maybe just when I was like younger mm-hmm. um just because it's always that awkward like oh you started school later and then you started early so it's like kind of that but outside of that most of my like past relationships they've been a little older mm-hmm. um it it doesn't come up all that much um but it's funny when we do talk about shows that we grew up with like that's I guess the biggest thing I mean obviously yeah so he grew up on like watching like Spongebob and like stuff like that which like I watched it too but Mm -hmm. that was more so like what my little cousins watched so I was kind of like oh I'm too cool to to watch a bunch of that so I mean we're starting to watch it now um together because that's our like after squid squid game show because I can't go to bed watching murders, but um <laughs> Squid Game is so amazing. Oh my god. It's it's really good. Um, but I would prefer not to have nightmares, so we are squid squaring it and watching SpongeBob <laughs> after. Um, so it's fun. I've I've actually seen all the episodes so far. Um, but yeah, it's so it's just funny, like just hearing the different the differences there. But besides that, it's it hasn't been a big deal. Um but but what is crazy is that when there was one instance where I dated someone a little younger in college, and I think it's probably the same age difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember that a lot of people were kind of giving me grief about it, like, "Oh, you know, he's younger and this and that." And it's like, who cares? Like, it's I don't I don't understand. So it was just like I think it was mostly like other men who were really? making these negative comments. Yeah, like I remember someone specifically said that they kind of like I don't know if their words verbatim were like looking down on me but something basically along those lines like oh okay hater yeah so it was really strange um but I mean especially as you get older like it's not like a big deal at all (laughs) so I I would definitely say like that shouldn't deter anyone as long as you're 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 legal (laughs) like obviously like it's most important thing yes (laughs) always confirm yes keep it keep it legal (laughs) um that is that is the most sexy of things um <laughs> but, but yeah so I mean because I've also dated a little older too but it's like whatever you're comfortable with you know like mm-hmm. some people prefer to stay at the same age or you know a little older whatever else but I mean I think at the end of the day it's the person that you connect with versus you know what that age difference is so mm-hmm. yeah I totally get that and like I'll jump in the hot seat here too since I put you there um <laughs> conversely to Megan dating someone younger I am dating someone older and actually for me this is something that's very new because I've only ever dated people who are within maybe like six to eight months of my birthday we are like always the same age so this is very different for me so I think OMP and I we have an age difference of five to six years and like it didn't really seem like something like when I like set my parameters on the dating app I was like oh whatever like I can go up to 33 I'm 27 almost 28 years old that's not a big deal but then like when we were getting to know each other and he was telling me about all the places that he lived and then he said something like oh yeah in like 2007 that's when I moved here for college I was like wait in 2007 I still had playground monitors so I was like for me like that definitely felt a little weird at that point and then I kind of had to think about it a bit but actually yeah. um Allie your roommate another friend of the podcast um mm-hmm. she actually like really helped me with that and her husband as well like when we were talking about it and they as soon as I brought it up they like shouted me down and they were like no absolutely not like that doesn't matter at all they're like can you think about like what life would have been like if you like say like you were maybe the same age they're like think about the people that you are would you have known each other if you were the same age would you have even been in the same circles so I was like probably not they're like exactly they're like so what what does a few years matter yeah I was like no that that totally makes sense yeah no I mean if you guys have a good connection and like 
you want to go for it like there should be nothing that's stopping you Mm -hmm. definitely he's I don't know like this this might sound a little weird but like I'm definitely not a good vibes only person and I feel like that's what I've really (laughs) been finding within my age range the past few years and OMP is a lot more of a realist like equal parts good and bad in terms Mm -hmm. of like his outlook on life and not trying to just like paint the rosiest picture and that's been great for me because I'm very much the same way so I'm like we are on the same page yeah no I could see that that's awesome let's see is there anything else that's really new for us right now Oh, for long distance, because I know this is kind of new. I actually tried to do some research because that's just my brand here at the podcast. And I found some of things, which I mean, I don't necessarily understand them. So you person in a long distance relationship, I want you to tell me if you find any merit in them. Okay, I'm intrigued. The first thing I have here is a long distance promise bracelets. Absolutely not. That is not our thing. I mean, super cute if that's what you're into, but no. Unless it's like nice jewelry, I'm not going to be wearing it. Like if it's like a like a holiday gift, sure. And we decide like he wants a nice watch and I want a nice bracelet. Like, okay, I can get behind that. But when you said that, I was thinking like, oh, I like did the little like elementary The little like friendship bracelets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> I'm I'm literally only using this word because I just saw Brian like a week ago, but I'm like, they look kind of like the lava stones with maybe like a different color kind of like accent stone in them and they're matching. Hmm. I don't know if we would ever do any sort of matching jewelry. <laughs> so I'm also going to say no. <laughs> okay. All right. So no to promise bracelets. Um... <laughs> The next one that came up was, or a lot of these articles actually did, it's like 25 questions to ask your long distance partner. Ooh, okay. I just pulled out some of my favorite ones from this one article. Okay. Uh, First, would you describe yourself as a hugger? Um, it depends who it is, actually. (laughs) So, (laughs) yes and no. Okay. All right. I'm going to say, I'm going to take that back. Maybe that question does have some merit because you took that seriously. Oh, was I not supposed to? I'm not quite sure. Well, no, like it more, it caught me off guard because I was like, shouldn't you know? If I'm a hugger or not? Or like if your partner's a hugger. Oh, I think, oh, were you asking about myself or about him? No, these are questions for you to ask Ben. Oh, okay. God, I thought you were asking me like (laughs) if I am a hugger. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I just, I desperately needed to know that um, at this I actually, moment. I, I think Ben's a hugger, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> What type of gifts do you like to buy yourself? I would say experiences. Okay. I'll take myself out to dinner Um, for him, in and out um, <laughs> or... <laughs> Truly, I asked him, uh, I was like, when you are having a rough day and you're sad, what cheers you up? Or like, what is your comfort food? And he said, in and out. Aww. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anything from the secret menu? Um, I don't know, actually. But his preference is vanilla shakes over chocolate. Oh. Like, hmm, that is where we differ. To dip french fries. Ooh, so we both like that. But he, he would go vanilla over chocolate. Oh, very interesting. Um, and then this last question was my favorite. If coffee was illegal, what would its alternative drug name be? Uh, okay. I can ask him. I mean, he's a big <laughs> coffee connoisseur. I have no idea. I don't drink coffee. Uh, although, when I was in Hawaii not too long ago, I got these chocolate-covered pea berries that, that were sounds um, really good. amazing. Like, I don't drink coffee. Like, the smell is amazing, but the taste is not where it's at. Um, but, yeah, I was eating these like candy, so they were delicious. Nice. Wait, didn't you come back with some coffee from there too, though? I did. I bought it for Ben. Oh, you're such a good girlfriend. Oh, I'm I, just I, over I, here knocking OMP's food to the ground. I think I've done this like five times now. Oh my god, that's hilarious. I'm like, like continuously <laughs> spilling things in his presence. 
That's great. No, so I when I landed, I was there before my family by a couple hours. And so I just Ubered to a local coffee shop. And I was like, oh, Kona Coffee, like this looks good. And so I just bought a coffee there or like the, the ground coffee. Mm-hmm. And so I could take it back for him. And then we ended up stumbling upon a, um, what is the word? Like a coffee farm. And so we did tastings of all of the different coffees I had. And there was one, it was the Peaberry coffee that I actually really enjoyed. So the Peaberry is kind of a more ra- rare bean because typically like um, the beans will break and then that's what they'll like use in the coffee. But the Peaberry is when the bean doesn't like split. And so it's the whole bean that's used. So like they didn't grind like the coffee or anything. Um, oh, wow. Like you could only buy it in like whole. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it almost tasted like a strong tea. And I think that's why I really liked it. Um, but yeah, that's been like the only coffee I've enjoyed. So I was like, shoot, well, I bought him the Kona coffee already. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy him this too. So he got two coffees out of that trip. Lucky guy. Lucky, lucky guy. <laughs> I know. I was awful. When we went to Disneyland, I was determined to bring something back for OMP because he's never been before and I'm trying to what? sell him on the magic of Disneyland. Well, he's he's not from here, so I guess it makes sense that he's never been oh, before. No. Right? That was my reaction. So I was like, we need to remedy this right now. It was like, it is Christmas time. There are decorations. The magic is abundant. It was like, we yes. need to go. Let's double data to Disney. Ben is a huge Disney fanatic. He used to work there. Oh my god, really? Yeah. He used to work on the Nemo ride. Oh, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. No, he's told me stuff about it. And I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) So apparently, like, they would, like, easily catch fire. Like, just, like, little fires. What? (laughs) (laughs) So, like, they had to keep, like, switching them out a lot. Nemo was Um, catching on fire? Yeah, it's just, like, a normal thing. (laughs) But I was like, this sounds terrifying. Just Justice for Um, Nemo. He's been through enough. (laughs) Yeah, so just like little stuff like that. But he knows just like random facts about Disney. Like that's how I know that Disney cats are a thing. Um, Disney cats? Like the Aristocats? Those are great. But no, there's actual cats that will roam around Disney. And like that's why they don't have like mice problems and, and stuff. So like especially people who work at Disney, they can kind of see them like in the back, like hanging out, like behind rides and all of that jazz. But Aww. yeah, so Disney cats are a thing. That's so cute. But then I also I wonder know. who's feeding them? Where's their shelter? Are they okay? I'm sure they get by. I mean <laughs> But yeah, he he is very hardcore Disney. We are actually planning a trip um, to Disney World together, which will conveniently be around our six months. Um, oh, yeah, not planned, but uh, a nice coinkadink. And my brother was giving me recommendations because him and his girlfriend recently went and they're like, oh, you should do this and that. And so I was telling Ben, like, oh, these are all the recommendations my brother gave me. And he goes, oh, how cute. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh, when people think they know Disney, I just think it's really funny. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, okay, well, like, you're planning our whole trip, basically, because I am not going to know anything. (laughs) I was at Disney world I was 10 so (laughs) I really want to go to Disney World you're gonna have to tell me all about that and also just generally I'm going to need some tips for planning a trip with a significant other because I've never done that before and I get a little bossy so I kind of worry about it (laughs) I don't know I I've gone on trips with you and you weren't bossy in the slightest so I don't know how you are around OMP but if there's anything like our Denver trip then I think you're fine great well okay if you feel like I'm not being bossy, then hopefully he won't feel like I'm being bossy because I thought I got plenty bossy in Denver. I was like, no, we need really? to go here, here, and here, like now, and then swap that for this day, and then move this up. Like, let's change this dinner reservation to a lunch reservation. Really? Maybe like, that's I just how I remember it. But I just like, okay, <laughs> see, I that's I think so I'm really funny. bossy, but I also wonder if it's one of those things where when I like say like, oh, I was bad and I didn't hold the door open for someone and I let it go like just an inch before their hand reaches the handle. Oh. Like maybe (laughs) it's one of those things. No, I think to a certain extent it's refreshing because I can be a little indecisive. So you're like, okay, we're going here. I'm like, all right, Angela's taking the wheel. (laughs) 
So, I mean, I don't know if OMG has a similar kind of personality or likes to kind of run things, but I think it's it worked out well for us at least. We will we will find out. There has been yeah. talk of a camping trip. Ooh, fun. Yeah, my hair is going to hate me. Just ride up all, all day. You'll be fine. Eh, yeah, that's true. Some cute little buns. There you go. That's outdoorsy. Maybe I'll, I'll like, I'll braid it really well or something. Give myself like Ooh. a Princess Leia crown or something. There you go. Well, I guess Ben and I have gone on little trips, but I've come to find that we're both very go with the flow. Mm -hmm. So if neither of us like are like really set on doing something, we're both very indecisive Mm -hmm. and won't really like pick something. So I think that will be something interesting to see if we can avoid. (laughs) Well, I mean, it it sounds like he has such strong Disney opinions. I feel like you should be fine. He does. That's true. Maybe because our other... Instance wasn't uh, Disney related. Maybe <laughs> we were trying to like find somewhere to eat before um, he had to leave for his flight, and so we tried to get deep dish, but the line was going to be long. It's like, oh well, I guess we can try going somewhere else, but then that didn't pan out either. And there was like this huge gust of wind, and so I ended up getting something in my eye, and so it was really hurting. So I was already agitated, and I was like, it's like let's just pick something. And he, so I was like, well, what kind of food do you want? He's like, oh, American, and I was like, okay. Okay, well, we can go here, here, and here. Like, what sounds good? And he's like, I don't know. I was like, well, I don't know either. <laughs> so, I mean, I was also just like focusing on the my pain. pain. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, oh, like I could have handled it better. Um, but I, I noticed that we're both just very indecisive in that moment. And I was like, oh, like one of us will need to step up <laughs> and like just decide something. <laughs> I have heard this from several people, not about you, but just about like situations that they've been in recently where like neither part wants to make like the final decision so it's definitely Mm -hmm. been like a learning curve there and yeah it's it's really funny because like not necessarily that like omp or like omp and i have such strong opinions that we can't make a decision but like we both can come up with full plans and then approach each other and like lay it out and the other's like but wait there's another way that we could also do this Ooh, so okay. it's I don't know it's been fun we've we've learned compromise together we've learned how the other prioritizes things so oh, I feel like good. it's pretty good overall very nice oh wait so you said Ben knows some of your siblings right yeah mm-hmm. has he met your parents so he's met my mom a couple of times um we've all gone to Disneyland together <laughs> throughout the years um so he knows my mom pretty well actually um he just met one of my brothers not too long ago and he had met the other one through another Disneyland trip. Um, so I think and it he's all met, comes back to Disney. All comes back to Disney. Yeah. Um, it's like all significant all of, moments in your life must now relate back to Disney if they involve yeah. Ben. It's like, this is a prerequisite now. What's really funny um, is when I was telling my friends here in Chicago about, I like, guess, going to Disney all the time and then us going to Disney World, um, they were like, oh my gosh, are you getting engaged on this trip? And I was like, no, we just started <laughs> And they're like, you're going to get engaged at Disney. It's like, oh my God. Like, that is ridiculous. Just because we like Disney a lot, it's fine. Oh my God. (laughs) Like, leave us alone. (laughs) So... Yeah, they've just been poking fun. But they actually got to meet him when he was here, which was a total blast. And everyone liked him. So nice. all good news. I feel like but, everyone's met Ben but me now. You know, well, hopefully in December we can try and work something. He'll actually be meeting my dad and stepmom for the first time on that trip. Oh. So I'm very excited. I think that they're going to get along smashingly. They're going to have so much in common. So, really? Yeah. Like Ben's in a band. My dad has been in bands most of his life. Oh, my God. <laughs> And then, yeah, and my stepmom, like, also was in, like, a band with him for some time. Like, I always say my parents are a lot cooler than I am. Um, so I think that they're just going to have a lot of fun music and rock and roll stuff to talk about. And then we're going to go to a couple breweries. And I think that's going to be something good that they can also all bond about while I'm drinking, like, the lightest beer there is. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say, though, for anyone who's listening, again, like, my brand, my parents are my best friends. But, like, Megan's parents, they, like, seriously seem cool. I have not met them, but I feel like every time I hear from you and, like, you've just seen them, you're like, oh, I'm so exhausted. I just did, like, so many things with my parents. Yeah. Like, Like, they're constantly on the go. Yeah. They were in town for my sister's wedding not too 
long ago. And I I didn't take much time off of work. I was out until at least 1 to 2 a.m. every single day. Oh and my then God. we worked the next morning. Yeah. We went to like a jazz bar and then we went to this like New Orleans type bar and then a speakeasy. And like it was a total blast, but I was like, I am exhausted. <laughs> That is so, so oh my gosh. Oh my god. That yeah. seriously sounds like so much fun. Yeah, they're they're a hoot, so <laughs> All right, I'm on my list for this year. Meet Ben and meet your parents. Yes. Oh, that'd be so fun. I can't believe you haven't met them yet. I know. I don't know if that many of my friends have met my parents. I've met your mom. Hmm. Yeah. I don't even know when that was, though. Oh, gosh. I think that was, like, so long ago. Maybe, like, your junior year, end of your junior year. I think it was really fast. Because I know that one of your twins has also um, met my mom, and she's met her a couple times. But, yeah, I don't know if you or your last twin has really interacted with her much i don't think a ton <laughs> but yeah we're, we're adding it all to the list okay that sounds good and i need to see omp we can double date it i like i'm literally making a list of all the things i want to do in december like fun like holiday like centric activities um yes. so i'll send it to you and you can let me know which one looks best i think i have christmas bars ice skating santa cookies Ooh. uh there's an ornament workshop i'm looking at which i don't know it's very good for me i don't know how much fun everyone else would have decorating I mean, ornaments but yeah so funny but i'm down although if we do ice skate i'm going to be that person death gripping the slow railings as i go oh same me too so, it's okay so we're gonna have a blast is what you're saying <laughs> yeah we can get like one of those little like kid walkers that like they teach them to like skate with oh i would totally be down like i would rock that right <laughs> it's like a walker on the ice <laughs> grandmas go ice skating that's so funny. Actually, Ben teases me because I tell him like certain things that I enjoy or whatever. And he's like, you remind me of my grandma. I like, oh, <laughs> I'm so glad your grandma and I have so much in common. And he'll also say me and his mom have so much in common. So I'm like, I, I'm very interested to meet her. It sounds like we get along very nicely. <laughs> very nice. So this is actually maybe an age difference thing. So he tries to tell me that Shit's Creek is for old people. And I was like, what? no, no. No, no. I was like, that is a great show. He's like, yeah, because my mom loves it. And I was like, well, I do too. It's, it's like your mom show. has an excellent sense of humor. Yeah. So I'm going to force him to watch it with me. And then we're going to kick that out of his noggin. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's going to like it. He doesn't know it yet, but he will. <laughs> what I tell everyone is you have to get through the first five, six episodes. That many? I think so, just because, I mean, not to give away any sort of like huge spoilers here, but those first few episodes are really sad. Like, they're really feeling sorry for themselves. I don't know, like sad. No, I remember, they are I remember sad. Really... Like, these people are so sad to be there, and they are so upset, and they're like, nothing is going right for them, and you feel really bad like the acting is so good like you're you're having such a visceral reaction to it but do you feel bad because they're like they portray them as like such like entitled jerks and so you're kind of like okay <laughs> i mean eh, yeah like they're they're definitely entitled but i don't know i don't know if i'd call them jerks like i think they well, they, they were entitled down on, bubble like, people bubble people yeah like they definitely they were definitely in a bubble okay. it's like but i don't know if i'd go so far as to label them like jerk faces I mean, they, like, talk pretty down on some of, like, townspeople, though. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like it could have been so much worse. I guess, but that doesn't mean that they were nice. <laughs> well, no, definitely so. not nice, but I think, I don't know, I think it came from maybe, like, a different place. I don't know. A, a different place. That's fair. I would say you just have to get through the first episode because there's a lot of screaming that takes place. And I was like, all right, like, over it. <laughs> But right. from there, it gets better. First episode, <laughs> first five. Let us know in the comments what you think. Yeah. I mean, you have to watch the first episode for, like, context so, like, you understand mm -hmm. what's going on. But you're kind of like, all right, I get it. So. <laughs> I don't know. This might be – it's not the most fun topic, but I think it's something, like, like, we definitely have the space to talk about right now. Technically, you and I are both in interracial relationships. Yes. And how does that make you feel? Um. It hasn't really affected me all that much. Ben grew up in like a predominantly Latina, like Latino neighborhood and community. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm actually like exactly his type. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Oh it's so funny, like seeing his past girlfriends. I'm like, we all look pretty similar. Oh, um, okay. I've I've been there. I I'm cuter, obviously, but of of course, of course, and way smarter and funnier because you're my big. So I have to say all these things, oh, but you actually are. <laughs> I definitely feel that though, like one in one of my past relationships when I, I never met any of his exes, but I saw their photos and I was like, mm-hmm. we all look exactly alike. And we even mm-hmm. had variations of the same name. Oh my God. That's. Yeah. Angela, <laughs> Angelina, Angelica it was weird. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Bullet dodged. So funny. Yeah. It's like when people <laughs> try to like find their mom in a relationship or something for like someone who resembles a parent. Oh, scary. Like one of those. Definitely scary. Well, I don't know. Ben says I have a lot of similarities with his mom, so maybe that's <laughs> <laughs> No, but have you heard the, um, I don't know if it's still a thing, but like that you end up marrying someone who looks similar to you. Have you heard that before? I have not heard that one before, but I have heard that if you are attracted to people who look similar to you, it's a form of narcissism. Hmm, that makes sense. (laughs) I mean, definitely, because essentially it's like looking at a mirror of yourself in a way. Yeah. But I've also heard, like, for someone who is very feminine in features, will typically go for someone masculine and then, like, vice versa. So I've kind of heard that, too. I don't know if there's any merit to any of this, um, <laughs> but I always thought it was, like, really interesting. Definitely something to think about. It's, like, what attracts people to mm-hmm. one another. Like, I don't know, thinking about like whether you look similar or you look dissimilar, very interesting to see how people have reactions to that. Because I know like it's not necessarily something that any of us should be thinking about ever because we are all people and equality. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to get on a soapbox today, but it is something that I'm very conscious of because I have been in like past situations where someone's parents or friends weren't exactly happy to see me come home or to the event to meet them. I think it's just something that whether you're in a interracial relationship or like maybe you come from like different socioeconomic backgrounds, different cultures, anything like that, you kind of have to level set with the other person early on in your relationship, things that you are okay with, things that you're not okay with, where your boundaries are, and Mm -hmm. go from there. I had this conversation with OMP maybe about three months after we started dating and I asked him flat out if he had ever dated anyone else who was not white and what his general experience was like and then I let him know I'm like I have been in bad situations before where I just haven't been made to feel accepted. It was like and that's Mm -hmm. something that I'm not going to stand for. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm segueing out of that a little bit big we're in our late 20s yeah we are (laughs) yeah like we kind of date a little bit differently now oh totally yeah do you have do you have like a list of things that like are like either oh my god I'm totally blanking on the word right now Um, I like non-negotiables is coming into my head like maybe that's the word but like deal breakers do you have a list of deal breakers uh yeah I have a couple like (laughs) I have a cat, so they need to, you know, not be deathly allergic or or to, like, not hate cats mm-hmm. um, because I will have mogs for at least another 10 to 12 years, so he will be a family cat. <laughs> um, and I would say, um, I don't know, I don't have any, like, immediate ones that I can think of, but I would say, like, friends and family need to like them. Mm-hmm. I think that's really big. Um, I agree. Like, I don't think that I could ever end up with someone where I wouldn't be able to have them around, like, my other loved ones. Like, that would just be too heartbreaking. Um, and then I would also say another deal breaker is, I feel like, oh, I don't know if this is a deal, deal breaker, though, but, like, I would like for their family to like me. Like, I've heard of situations where it's like, oh, yeah, like, my, you know, mother-in-law or father-in-law like can't stand me and it's like that's so sad 
Right. So again, I don't know if it's a deal breaker, but like, I think that would really take a toll on my relationship with my significant other. Mm-hmm. Like, it would just be such a huge strain and kind of like, you have to pick and choose. So I mean, I feel like that would just be a really sad kind of situation to have to go through. I completely agree. I couldn't imagine a world in which I ended up with someone whose family didn't like me. Because it's like, what does mm-hmm. that ultimately do for holidays or yeah. like the relationship of our future? your children Mm -hmm. I wouldn't ever want anyone to feel like they had to pick sides right or like pick up on any of that like I think that's the biggest thing for me like I wouldn't want outside innocent third parties to feel that tension and then think that that was something that was just normal or to be expected yeah identify them when they happen like absolutely I need to be with like I can't be with a yeller that's not me oh yeah that's a good one yeah I was like that's absolutely not okay I Mm -hmm. need to be with someone who is financially responsible you don't need to be like some finance or tech bro like make 60 million dollars a year it was like (laughs) but like you need to make smart financial decisions with what you have is like please don't yeah. go like blow your entire paycheck on like a, Let's go get a tesla or something <laughs> like i i don't know i i don't know are teslas even affordable these days because like i see high schoolers driving them now what yeah fake news I, that's nuts like i can't <laughs> right i mean yikes uh, privilege <laughs> <laughs> And then someone just generally who's like very kind and accepting because I know like not necessarily everything that like I love is for everyone else. Like as you all know, listeners, like I put out an entire episode devoted to Star Wars a couple weeks ago. So yeah, you don't have to love the prequels, but you have to love that I do. I have like, I guess a must have list, but I don't have like a must not have list. Oh, share, share, share your must have list. Okay, I have to find it. I love that you have it written down. (laughs) This brain's not going to remember. Forget about it. Um, But I did find my must have list. So we can see where Ben aligns on. (laughs) Okay, all right, let's do it. All right. So financially responsible is number one. Excellent. Yes. Check. Um, good sense of humor, check. Family oriented, oriented, definitely a must. Very good. Enjoys traveling or like learning, speaking other languages. Um, and we've already gone to Wisconsin together and are going to Disney World. So I would say yes. Traveling, check. Um, yes. Likes cats, especially Mogwai, check. Um, someone who will plan dates continuously. So it, it has to be a group effort, you know, mm-hmm. can't be one-sided. Um, similar taste in music, so yes. Enjoys concerts and comedy shows. Um, Disney fan. So (laughs) that is a must have. Perfect. Yes. Foodie. uh, Someone who has a steady work, like work-life balance. Mm -hmm. uh, A sense of style and prefers to live closer to a city. I'm, I think I'd have to at least be like 45 minutes to an hour from like a big city. Like, oof, even that feels far. Yeah. But I mean, I don't want to actually live in LA or San Francisco. So I feel like that's like, yeah. So maybe closer, but that's why it's big. Prefers to live closer. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. Uh, I have no frat boy drinking mentality because Very we're important. not in college. Very important. Um, someone who is outgoing. I just think this kind of matches my personality. If someone's too quiet, I tend to like match that. But as you know, Angela's that if I know you, I will talk your ear off and just be super goofy. Um, so I need someone who kind of like matches that. Mm-hmm. And then I have someone um, who's affectionate and will give me words of affirmation because that is my number one love language (laughs) i love it i love it yeah if you haven't gone through love languages with your significant other highly recommend um i didn't even take the the quiz but i just like know what mine are actually no i took the quiz but i i didn't have ben take the quiz but we talked about it and i was like how do you like receive and like give love Mm -hmm. and so i told him what like the differences were and he's like oh like you know definitely like this so I was like this is good to know <laughs> so very he's nice very good at words of affirmation which I appreciate that is very good yes um I put someone who doesn't hunt because I would be so <laughs> sad 
um, <laughs> willing to try new things, I think is should be higher on my list. Mm-hmm. Because I think that is huge. Definitely. Um, whether that's traveling or food or, you know, just being open minded about different topics that might be hard to talk about or, you know, whatever else. So I think that's kind of an all encompassing one. Um, and then like someone who's able to like work through arguments. I think that's that's a big one. That is really important. Yeah. That has to be in like everyone's top five. Yeah. No, it it reminds me of uh, when I was – when I had a long commute to work at my previous job, um, I would listen to Dak Shepard's Armchair Expert a lot. Mm-hmm. And I believe in one of the podcast episodes – he was talking about just like how him and Kristen would like fight, but she would just like storm out of the room and like not solve things. And he's like, hold tight. Like we can't do this. Like if this is going to work, like we have to actually talk through things and you can't just like run away. (laughs) So, so seems like they, they work through it, but I was like, yeah, that, that makes sense. Like you need to be able to just like confront what it is, understand both sides and why you're feeling the way you're feeling, mm-hmm. um, like level set those expectations. So I was like, that's really, that's really important. Or like, instead of just brushing things under the rug or something, like actually being comfortable enough to say like, Hey, this is how you made me feel. Or like, I'm, like, I'm not okay with it. Mm-hmm. No, actually it's really funny that you brought up Dax Shepard and armchair experts because we love of Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell here. And it's really funny because she actually gave an interview a few months ago where she was talking about how they are surviving living with each other during the pandemic. So their <laughs> couples therapist suggested that they alternate days and not come together anymore. So every two weeks they get to go and vent to her about the other person, which wow. I think is absolutely hilarious. Cause she's like, then you guys aren't like bottling it up to yell at each other. She's like, you're just getting it out and you're talking it through and you can come to a place where you can then then just like explain what you need or how you feel to the other person without it being this big thing. Yeah, I like that. That's really interesting. All right, Megan, round us out. Do you have any advice, tips, recommendations for people out there who are in new relationships right now? Yeah, I would say, you know, at the end of the day, you you want to find someone who you can be your true self around, you know, not, you know, putting on a show or always have to be done up around this person, like you want to be your most comfortable and like true self with them. Because if they're going to be your life partner, they're going to see your ups and downs and vice versa. So I mean, you want someone that you can, you know, confide in and, you know, have as a support system on your side. So if you don't really see that in someone, I feel like it's hard to to see it long term or to make that long term and one of my um, favorite movies is how to be single Um, there's a quote that says don't get sucked into their dick sand which is basically like don't lose yourself in the relationship either I know I'm definitely guilty of this um, especially like when I was younger Um, but you know you are your own independent person so you know make sure that if you have hobbies or things that you like to do make sure that you continue doing them like don't don't blend into the other person where you lose yourself And I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of In Omnia Paratus, and a very big thank you to my big Megan for joining me today. Of course, thanks for having me. Come back anytime. Promise. (laughs) Grab your coffee bowls and don't forget to rate, download, and follow on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, where you lead will follow, so head on over to at InOmniaPod on Instagram and let us know what you'd like to hear about in the comments. Bye! Bye!